everyone. It's me, the goddess Akia, also known as Mama Kia. And um, we're creating this broadcast, so hopefully it will assist those who are interested. If you're not interested, it's okay. But this is for those who are interested. I've been doing what I've been doing probably since the time I was very, very little. Mm, I would say the first time that I actually started to see things that other people didn't see was probably around the age of one and a half, two years old. Yeah, I do remember all the way back till then. And what I recognized is, is that everything that I saw that other people couldn't see or didn't see or may not have seen, um, not everything was scary. And I want to put that out there because we all coexist in this universe. We're here to coexist. And coexisting means that we respect each other's spaces. And um, so I found that there have been layers upon layers of dimensions throughout my lifetime. I'm 60 right now um, that I've been able to look at and explore and see and try to understand. I am not the be-all, know-all of everything. I will never be the be-all, know-all of everything. That is not a limitation. That's just a fact because I, what I have learned is, is I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly growing. And I truly believe the student is the master. The master is the student. And that you do need to go through different phases to try to understand just life and living and being in this physical form, this physical tabernacle. And you know what I've been pondering for the last, I guess I would say for the last three weeks, I've been thinking about, you know, I, here I am, I'm 60. I still remember quite vividly when I was little, you know, and I guess in the bigger scheme of things, I'm still little. But I one of the things I thought to myself is if I could go back even 30 years, what would I say to myself? What would I say to myself that I think that would help me or assist me on some level? Do you know what came up, which I thought was really cool? I would tell myself to not stop dancing. I would say to myself, keep dancing, girl, keep dancing. I've always loved to dance. I've always loved to move with the music. What I found was is that there was a time period where individuals really celebrated my dancing. And then there was a time period where people said, you're not supposed to dance like that. It's too provocative. And you know what I would say to myself? No, it's not. You dance, dance, dance. So one of the things that I am re-implementing into my life is to just be able to dance. And if even if my physical body can't move like it used to 30 years ago, I still dance in my mind. I still dance in my bed. I still dance when I'm in the tub. You know, you just close your eyes and you move with the music you know that there's something very healing about music and you know the music that you prefer. Recently, I've been watching um, things that have to do with the past. Like I love Twilight Zone. I love watching Star Trek. I love watching shows that probably aren't on the uh, brand new bestsellers list, but I, I love it because I love the nostalgia that's there. I, I love the nostalgia and I love listening to like Billie Holiday and... 
I love listening to the blues and I love listening to, um, oh my goodness, music from the 60s and the 70s. I love it. It, it takes me to a different place and I'm finding that there's different kind of entertainment on the internet, isn't there? It's not like we used to before, you know, if you needed to find out information about something, you'd have to pull out an encyclopedia and do some research or go to your local library or order books in order to understand it. It's, it's, a, it's a different reality now where we have like so much information coming to us. And some people say to me, you know, Akia, you've been sharing readings or sessions for decades. And what is it? You know, how are you able to do that? Well, the first thing I would say to you is, is because of the information, I guess, hotline, right? Because of the information hotline, um, there are many who think that I, as soon as I know they're coming for an appointment, I go on Facebook and I check them out. Well, that's just like, no, no, I don't have time for that. No. And I don't have to prepare for someone who's coming in. I don't have to know their history. I just have to look at their energy field or, or take a good look at their energy field. To me, sessions are like walking through a garden. Some people are dandelions, which I love dandelions, and some people are roses. And the energy is different for everyone. So I would say to someone, somebody says, well, could you teach me to do what, you're do, what you do? No one taught me to do what I do. So it's just plain and it's something that has developed over time. But I have been so blessed because there are people around me who are such wonderful examples and inspirations to me, even those that don't do what I do professionally, that inspire me. And that's one of the things that dance inspires me, people inspire me, and I love to sit with somebody and look at them as a blank canvas. Like, I don't want to know what's going on in your life. I don't want to know, you know, the details of uh, certain situations. I just want to look at you. And then as a seer, as a seer, my job is to look at you and tell you what it is I see. Now, everyone sees things differently, don't they? One person may see the color black and just say, oh, I love the color black. Some people look at the color black and go, oh, that's depressing. Okay, so it's just about how you see. So in order to see clearly, I need to clear myself. It's kind of like wiping your glasses clean. You don't want any schmutz on there when you're looking at someone, right? So one of the first things that I always do is I always smudge the environment somehow, some way. So um, oftentimes I will use um, a quartz laser wand. This is one of my laser wands. And what I will do is, is I will actually use it to clear the space. Um, and what I, how I do that is, and look at this, isn't this a beautiful piece? How I do that is, um, is I will, usually I'll, start at a corner, you know, and then I'll just start sweeping the crystal around. And I'm visualizing that there is a receptacle of God's light, healing light, universal light. It's available to all. It's not limited to your religion. Okay. It's the good stuff. And I just, just allow it to, to flow. 
into the area. And oftentimes when I do this, sometimes I will sense like thick energy, sticky energy, uh, uh, dense energy. And usually that tells me, Ooh, that needs to be clear because usually if an environment is clear, it feels so like refreshing. And that's one of the things that I love when I, when I'm able to share a session with someone is when they leave and they feel like, Oh, I feel so light. I feel lighter. You know, um, I think one of the most important jobs of being a golden seer is to, um, really truly pay attention Pay attention and listen to what not only the individual is saying, but what their energy field, their soul is saying. Some people say um, all the information is in the Akashic records. Some people say Akashic. Pronunciation. Let me tell you about pronunciation. I think it's always good to pronounce things properly. But um, I also know that with different cultures, different dialects, things are are pronounced in different ways. So I say the Akashic records and the Akashic records are the records of all that is. It actually contains every detail, everything that's necessary for an individual's higher self. It also talks, it, the Akashic records will go into their past lives. It'll go into their future lives. There's a lot of different things. But what I have found with the Akashic records um, is that when you look at look at it when I when I'm able to access someone's akashic records the things that are most important usually will come up in gold it'll literally come up in my mind in gold and I, that's when I know oh you better say something about this out loud and usually it's not a big novel okay it's just like a sentence a word a picture something like that and I think that Oftentimes when we are seeking guidance from the divine, and I'm not going to define who your divine power is or your higher power is, but I know that when I go to the divine, there were there was time that I was waiting for a big, long conversation to help me through something. But sometimes the divine is very simple, one word, and it helps you to just say, okay, I can navigate this situation with one word, one special word. So after I have cleared the space and grid, I have crystals all around me. Um, I usually will smudge and I do use Palo Santo or Sage. Sometimes I'll just use incense, which is perfect. Incense, um, anything that creates that smoke because it, it, it actually brings that spiritual flair. But it's also good for you. It protects you and it also helps your immunities. It boosts your immune system, believe it or not. And I've known this for decades. And so if you ever sit with me, you're going to get smudged. And um, some people say, well, I can't do the smoke. Okay, I can't do the smoke. Well, that's why then we use, we have sprays. And some people can't do the sprays. But this particular spray was made by a very dear colleague of mine. Um, she's amazing. Her name is Linda Spino. She does amazing things. But anyhow, I just, sometimes I'll just spray a little bit of this on there and whew, that smells really good to do that. Then I also use essential oils. One of my favorite is um, the white angelica. This is young living oils, but white angelica. And I'll put a drop like on my third eye and on my heart chakra, especially if I'm doing a session, because there's an exchange of energy that's happening in a session. And I actually, um, I just want the clearest vibrations to go through. I don't want anything heavy um, uh, to connect 
into a to a place where it's detrimental to the individual I'm sitting with. You know, I'm a microphone. I'm listening to what the divine is sharing, and then I'm relaying that out in the best of my abilities. Now, I am aware that there are people who are more soft-spoken than I am, probably very knowledgeable in and have read tons of books and studied and about all kinds of things. I go by experience. This is what I have found in this dimension. You know, I can read a hundred books and how wonderful is that, that we have that opportunity to read a book that somebody put their wisdom down in. But I found that for me, the best way to navigate this gift, the best way to navigate connecting to the divine, the best way to assist in facilitating a healing is to really allow myself to experience what's happening. And so I enjoy the individuals who I have shared time with. Um, I think I kind of I think I I think I kind of fall in love with them. And when I say that, that doesn't mean we're having mad passionate sex, okay? It means that um I just I how could I not love them? When you look at someone and you really see them, you know, past all, and I'm gonna say this word, past the bullshit. Okay, when I see someone, I look past the bullshit and I want to see who is that inside. Now, do I see everything? Not right away. Not always. There's always choices. There's always different ways to look at things. That's why I try to tell people, here's what I see. And then let them interpret what it is that I see. Um, because some of the interpretations that I have, doesn't it doesn't match what the, how the person would interpret it. It's their session. It's, it's their reading. So they have to make the decision for themselves. Um, then the next thing that I usually will do is after I let people know, okay, here's what you can expect during a session. I always ring a singing bowl. And um, I'm so grateful for the singing bowls and bells that I have collected over the years. There is power in sound and the vibration of sound. And I, I have often found, especially when there's a real caustic environment where a lot of tension, people are angry, cranky, you know, they're fighting, they're it's almost like that space needs to be number one, cleared, smudge it down, open the doors, open the windows, smudge it all down and ring those bells and those bowls. And those three things, especially for those individuals who are having what they think, things that go n bump in the night, you know, or things that scare them a little bit, like, ooh, Kia, I don't know, I saw the shadow coming through. Yeah, you probably did, because we all coexist. But to keep the space clear, clear the space, smudge, ring the bowl. And here's the number one thing. Number one, always number one with me. Number one, the number one thing that's important before every session, after every session, preparing for number one is to talk to the divine. Talk to your higher self. I pray all the time. I'm constantly praying. I even pray when I'm sitting across from someone and I'm having a session with them. You know, even though I'm looking at them, I have the ability to multitask on, on so many dimensions. And I'm constantly praying. 
And prayer has great power. Prayer, especially sincere prayer, you know. I remember um, I raised my children. Uh, we we raised our children in the uh, Mormon faith, the LDS faith. And uh, I'm grateful for that, especially because of all the things that I learned and the people that I interacted with at that time. I am no longer in the Mormon church. It's a choice that I made for myself um, based on experiences that I had had. And, um, but I will tell you this, I remember sitting in the congregation and you can literally see who is sincerely there because they're connecting to the divine and who is there because they feel it's an obligation. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't like obligatory conversations. I don't like obligatory hugs. I don't like obligatory gifts. I don't. And when I say obligatory, it's when it's the energy behind it. You know, if you're going to do, if you're going to exchange energy with someone, do it because you really want to exchange that energy. You know, there's nothing like getting a really good hug from someone who really wants to hug you, who really, really wants to love you. So sometimes I do that with my, with my clients. There's times that I, I just look forward to their hugs. I, and, and there's, it's interesting. I can tell the difference in their hug when they, when I first meet them at the door and when they're leaving and that hug is really important to me. And I'll tell you why, um, because I can feel their energy. I can feel what has worked and what has not. Um, I'm sure that there are always questions upon the questions upon the questions. So I'm going to go ahead and ring my singing bowl. This will probably be in um, several parts, but I'm going to ring my singing bowl. I'm going to take you through everything that happens with the session. So here's my singing bowl. I'm going to ring it and hopefully it's going to ring nice and clear with no backlash because I noticed that with the cell phone, I get that echoing that happens, but here we go. bowl and I'm sitting across from a client, I actually follow the vibration to the person's heart. And it's amazing because that's what I'm doing right now with whatever audience is here, whether in this dimension or in many dimensions, I'm actually following the vibration um, to other people's hearts. But I'm also, I care, I look at that from my own heart. So I allow the vibration to be within me first and then I follow that vibration outwards. And that's how it helps me to connect, which is really beautiful. And I have found the longer the bowl resonates or the vibration of the bowl, the higher it goes, the longer it goes. 
It tells me how clear the environment is or what the vibration of the environment is. Now, there have been times that I've rang a bowl and it won't ring across from someone. Usually when that happens, that means that there's something that I call it the, um, it's when energy stops. So it's a sign to me that either there's something really heavy that's present or that there could be actual death. So I've always paid attention to how the bowl rings. So wild. Um, today is March twenty second, twenty twenty. March twenty second, twenty twenty. And when I was ringing this bowl, and I was just looking at the universe, looking at the world, looking at the energy that is surrounding me, I saw storms. I saw a lot of storms, and the storms had more like pink clouds to it. And so as a seer, the storm represents transformation and change of some sort. And it could be that there are going to be some major storms that are going to be um, showing up um, in our universe. But these storms represent transformations and changes. That pink energy that's around, it's about compassion. I think we're in a major time on this planet in regards to compassion and sharing that compassion, not only with ourselves, but with others. And it's something that we need to be very mindful of. Be compassionate to yourself, but also share compassion with others and here's the situation. Sometimes there are people that you want to be compassionate with and they're not receptive, okay? It doesn't mean you have to stop being compassionate, but it does mean that you might want to reconsider. Do you want to continue to share compassion with someone who is not receptive? You know, a little kindness goes a long way, but don't put yourself in the line of fire. It's one of the things that it took me a long time to learn in this lifetime, which was when, you know, I might love someone and care about them so much and I want to be there for them and love them and support them, but they might be resistant to it. And I need to honor that. I need to respect. We need to respect when somebody is resistant and when they're, when they're receptive, you know, who is really receptive. Um, I have found that, uh, I would say to myself, <laughs> I say it to myself today, but I would also say it to myself even 40 years ago, I would say to myself, I would say, listen, honey, no matter how attracted you are to someone, no matter how attractive you think they are or wonderful or how much you want to love them and be with them, I would say to you, honey, uh, if they're not receptive, then you need to take that not as rejection, but as a confirmation that the energy doesn't exist between you two to continue to do what you're doing. Because I'm a people pleaser by nature. I've learned that through years and decades of counseling. I am a people pleaser. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that, except that it can actually... 
end up hurting someone when you're a people pleaser because not everybody is pleased with a people pleaser, right? That's that's one of the things that I have learned. So guess who I brought today? This is a beautiful, um, this will go with the clouds, okay? The clouds of compassion. Look what I've got here. Look at my beautiful lavender rose quartz sphere. Isn't she lovely? And it is rose quartz, but if you look at it very carefully, you'll see that she has like a purplish sheen to it. She's she's lavender rose quartz. Isn't she beautiful? So what I thought I would do is, is take you to this point, is I was going to hold this and then just channel what comes through by me holding this beautiful lavender rose quartz sphere. At one time, I might have had a name for her, but I can't recall it. It was probably my last incarnation as a Kia. As you know, I am Mama Kia, and I'm an incarnation but, um, and maybe she'll reveal her name to us. You know what's so wonderful about holding her? If you look, I'm just holding her like this, but look at my hands. Can you see the sweat in my hands? That's the energy. And a very wonderful a mentor of mine, someone who encouraged me to be the goddess I am, said to me that I should take this and rub it on my body because it's that's that good stuff. That's that good energy that's coming from the crystal. But oftentimes when I hold stones or crystals, I start to sweat, you know? I don't know why I hear that song. Everybody sweat now. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know why I'm hearing that, but I am. Okay, so let me hold this, and then I'm going to see if it'll take me somewhere. And I will describe everything that I see as I'm holding this crystal. Now, I may drop it onto my lap, which doesn't mean that she's not here. It just means that I need to put her where she's most comfortable okay so but for right now I'm just going to hold her and then you know you're welcome to join me if you have a crystal sphere or something that a crystal that you would like to hold while we're doing this um channeling you're welcome to do it because you'll probably receive even more communication and information by being connected to this crystal grid we can do that which is wonderful and time Time is important, especially if you're in a rush in a hurry or something important. But you know what? This is timeless. So you could watch this even 50 years from now and the energy is still going to still gonna be there and, and you still can go travel the uh, crystal highway. I love the crystal highway. So, okay. So here's my crystal and closing my eyes. <clears throat> and I'm, right now I'm just focusing my third eye, which is right here onto the crystal and my heart is actually surrounding the crystal my heart energy is surrounding the crystal so ooh, i see like a pink phoenix okay everything is pink today we had pink storm clouds now we got looks like pink uh phoenixes and you know phoenixes is always phoenix will always rise from the ashes they get emotionally exhausted but they do rise. 
And the pink, of course, represents to me compassion, nurturing, warm, fuzzy. This tells me that during this crucial time in humanity's history, that it's very important for us to rise from the ashes of disease, of viruses, of financial destitute, of poverty, of, of, uh, uh, Every all manner of things that are contrary to what we were created for, that we will rise like pink phoenixes. Um, all the shades, different shades and colors of pink coming up and rising with compassion. That's how we will rise from this. We will rise by nurturing, by compassion, by caring. And so for those of you who have joined me with your crystals, your spheres, you are a pink phoenix. You are a pink phoenix. And if you want to put other colors in that phoenix, you go ahead and do that. Because some of you will see different colors as we're talking. But the energy of the phoenix is with us right now, which I just absolutely love it. And the phoenix is rising upward. It's going upward. It's like it's soaring upward, which means the vibration of this planet is rising. It is getting to a higher vibration, one that's really making people aware of what it truly matters and what truly is valuable, not just the things that can disappear in a moment, but the things that are everlasting. So that's the first thing that I see. Now I'm going to put the crystal down on my lap. I'm still here. And you can see when I channel, oftentimes it's very seldom that you'll see me open my eyes during a channel, but it does happen. But it is at this time that I'm going to call upon the divine mother of all that is the creator of all that is, to, if she has any messages that she would like to share with me and with you or those who are listening or are interested, I would invite her to come in and, and just share what it is, any guidance that she has for us, that as a divine mother, she would, she would assist us through the time period that we are at. You know what she said? She said, slow down. She said, slow down. It's like that song, slow down, you move too fast. Na, 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 and make it last. Uh. I don't even know the, what the song is, but it's like that song. It's almost like this feeling of feeling groovy, feeling groovy. Wow, she's right. What if we all slowed down and just allowed ourselves to feel groovy? There will always be responsibilities. We will always have those that we um, are concerned about. We have stewardship over. But there's something about feeling groovy right now. You know, somebody asked me to speak on community. I say, if you are part of this pink phoenix crystal meditation then that's one of our creeds right now is just to feel groovy. What do we need to do to feel groovy? Think about that. There's a song, feeling groovy, feeling groovy, da 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 da. Feeling groovy, da 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 da. What if we allowed ourselves to feel groovy even in the most destitute of times? 
there are many of us who at this time are, uh, we're isolated uh, because it's necessary in this time period on our planet to not only protect ourselves, but to protect others. And the Divine Mother is saying, you should always protect yourself. That's what mamas do, don't they? They teach us how to protect yourselves. Papas do that too. Teach us how to protect ourselves. You know, don't stick your finger into that electrical socket, especially if it's wet, okay? <laughs> don't stick your finger in there. You gotta learn how to protect yourself, okay? And some of it's real simple, but one of the things that she's speaking of is how as humans, everyone is curious. And that's what's wonderful about our brains and our spirit. We're always so curious and we always want to see, well, what about this? And what if I do this? And what happens if I do that? And the thing is, is that pay attention to the things that you are curious about and ask yourself why you have allowed yourself to really indulge those curiosities or ask yourself why you haven't because she's talking about how important it is to be curious and that how you discover things through your curiosity and this is a wonderful time in humanity's history to explore some things you've been curious about it doesn't mean that you agree it doesn't mean that you have to have to make it your whole life story but it's good to be curious about things um she's so she's talking about how important it is you know, um, there are some things though, and, and this is energy that she's talking about because our hearts are so sensitive to betrayal, um, that anytime we even get a hint, a sniff or a feeling that something or someone is going to betray us, our hackles go up just like a dog's. Hey, you're not going to betray me. You're not going to betray my sister. You're not going to betray my country. You're not going to betray this. You're not going to betray that. But here's the situation. That's a gift from the Divine Mother to know when something isn't, isn't uh, something that we can trust. And ask yourself who you trust, what you trust, who you have faith in what you have faith in. And why do you have that faith? Do you have that faith because someone that you might deem as an authority has said, well, this is the way it is. Okay. You know what I have found in this lifetime, Divine Mother, this is, this is where I've been. Okay. I found a lot of people that I put on a pedestal that I thought were authorities or knew more than I did. Pfft, forget it. <laughs> there are bits and pieces there. But there, I, I notice that ego gets involved with a lot of people who are in authority positions. And the Divine Mother is saying that, you know, it's good to know who your authorities are. When I say authorities, these are people who are knowledgeable. But believe me, they are not the boss of you. Even the Divine Mother is saying very clearly, she's not the boss of us. She created us. She created us for a divine purpose, but she's not the boss of us. You're the boss of you. You are the boss of you. You know what that means? That means you take responsibility for the choices that you have made and the choices that you haven't made. And then remember this, and I've heard this over and over again, so this is not new news, people, but for you pink phoenixes out there, I'm telling you, 
It's okay for you to choose again. It's okay for you once you have chosen something and you you believed it and you and you said, okay, I'm invested in this and I'm committed to this and I'm dedicated to this. And then you find out the realities of some of the things. It's okay for you to choose again. It's okay for you to say, you know what? At one time that did help me, but maybe it doesn't help me now. Maybe I need to take this to a higher court, a higher space, a higher ground. Maybe I need to trust what is inside of myself. And I think that that's her message to us is that we, it's good for us to honor and respect those who have been authorities in our lives, but to honor and respect the authority we are to ourselves, very important, very, very important. We are so blessed on this planet. There are so many resources available of individuals who have uh, share things that they feel have guided them in their life or experiences. That's why I love Storyteller. Believe me, the Divine Mother, she loves Storyteller. She just loves them. Because no one tells the same story, even if it's the same experience. No one does. And even when you listen to me, I'll tell you a story and then it'll be, it might change a little bit here and there, but remember what is the core, what is the core of what it is that you are seeking to really experience in the stories that you are telling yourself or other people are telling you and how important your story is. This is how the divine mother works in my brain. She she is saying how important all of our stories are. Not, not just our individual stories, but, but the stories that we share with others. Listen, there's so many of you out there that we have shared stories. Oh my goodness. We have, we have stories that make you laugh and, you know, hey, it's wonderful being a goddess. It's wonderful. And you know who you are out there. You know if I love you, because I'll tell you I love you. Listen, if I don't look at you and I don't talk to you, that means that means you need to go to you need to go out of my peripheral vision. You need to go away. Um, but for those who know that I love them and care about them, you know, and we've had so many funny stories and things that have happened, but all of it has helped me to grow. And um that's the those are the words from the divine mother is no matter where you're planted, grow, grow. You're going to grow. Even if someone tries to pull the roots out from underneath you, you're still going to grow or you wouldn't be listening to this broadcast. So we're going to grow. Let's grow that compassion. Let's grow that accepting ourselves as our own authorities of how we feel and what we are experiencing. Of course, we're going to seek people outside of us to assist. You know, I'll tell you something, especially when it comes to medical issues. You know, my first go-to is a prayer. And then my second thing is, is, okay, let me check out these symptoms. What does it mean? And then after that, I try to say, okay, what are my options? And I go to a doctor and then I listen to what they say and then I figure it out. And a lot of times I will choose alternative medicines for myself because my body works better with alternative medicines or alternative healing. There's alternatives, okay? Not everybody has an orgasm with a vibrator, 
All right. We all have different. Uh, what works for you? And that's what the divine. She's laughing at me. But you know what? I talk to her the way I would talk to any of you. I do. Because she's my mom. She's my divine mother. She's the one who created me over eons and eons and eons. And somehow over generations, she had this idea that, okay, at this time, 1959, you're going to be born. And let's see what you do with all these gifts and talents. What will you do? You know, I could have been a surgeon. I would have been a great surgeon. I am an artist. But it's like, what I like is, is that I can be anything I truly want to be or desire to be, or I'm ready to be. Am I ready? Are, who are you ready to be? Who are you ready to be? Are you ready to be that person that you admire the most, that you consider an authority? I bet you can do it. I bet you can do it. Let me see what else she has to say. Hold on to me. I have read this before. I believe it's in the King James Bible um, about like if you if you knock on someone's door and you're not invited, then wipe the dust from your shoes and go in a different place. And she's saying something like that to me. She's basically saying, you know, you can knock on the door if they're not receptive. If they, you know, it's the whole the whole thing. You can draw a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. It's okay for you. You're giving people an opportunity. What opportunities are knocking at your door right now? Sometimes people can't see those opportunities because they're bombarded or overwhelmed by illness, uh, disease, uh, stress, grief. There's a lot of different things, but no matter where you are in your life, there is always a door to be open, an opportunity of some sort. And sometimes those opportunities don't include others. So be mindful of that. Sometimes we want to include others. I know I love to be with good company, but the Divine Mother is saying, recognize that sometimes those opportunities are for you and you alone. It doesn't mean that you're going to bring everyone and your whole community with you. And let's talk about community before I close this uh, session. I call it tribe. You know, who's your tribe? You know, tribe is to me where we can gather together and it's good vibration. You know that song? I think it's by the is it Beach Boys. Good, 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 good vibrations. I love it. You know, I know my tribe because of the vibrations that we exchange with each other. I know my tribe because I don't have to say a word and they know if there's something that they need to be concerned about or if they're, they just know. I know my tribe and I love my tribe very, very much. My tribe is blood. My tribe is not blood. My tribes is human. My tribe is, is creatures. My tribe is vast. Our tribe is vast. Okay, let's see what else is going to be said here. Wow. She asked me to sing this to you. Um, it's interesting because she does this a lot and she really likes this song. 
Um, but so I'm going to sing it to you, and then I'm going to close this this uh, session. And here's what I'm going to say. <clears throat> this is for all the pink phoenixes out there. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whispered words of wisdom, let it be. You know, sometimes you just gotta let it be. It is what it is. I am the goddess Sakia Mama Kia, and I'm grateful for our time together. Join me again. And if you like this, I think there's something that you do, like you push a thumbs up or something like that. And uh, thank you for being the phoenixes that you are. I love you, pink phoenixes. Okay, to be continued. <laughs>